Hey folks, this is Paul. Just wanted to let you know that GeekPod is going to be running a contest to give away two free tickets to Syracuse Heroes Expo, October 19th at the Landmark Theater here in Syracuse. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash geekpod, G33KPOD, answer our trivia questions, and you'll be entered to win. We will choose a winner at random to win the tickets that jump you to the front of the line, get you in first thing in the morning, and you will also get to sit in with us and do a little bit of podcast recording at the show. My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Wiggs, I'm your zombie geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Sean, and I'm a sports geek. This is Geek Pod. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Wiggs. I'm Hugh. And I'm Corbs. We're going to start out a little different. Normally we do what's got you geeked, but in the wake of the fact that we kind of blew up in the last two episodes. We are in a shit ton of states and... Countries. Yes. Which is nice. Yes. So, hi everybody out there. It's well, cool that somebody's listening. I've always been big in Germany. Fantastic. I'm just big everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, so since this sounds like this is kind of like a, a zero issue for us with all the new listeners, fans, friends, whatever we want to call them, I call them our legion of geeks, we're going to take over, fuckers. The geeks shall inherit the earth. Yes. See, we should have went with that for the name. <laughs> anyway, what we want to do is kind of give you the secret origins of Geek Pod. Uh, just we're all going to tell you a little bit about ourselves, what makes us geeks, kind of what brought us to this point, and uh, who we are. I'm going to let my good friend Dr. Hugh start us off. Well, my name is Hugh, and uh, I've been a lifelong geek. Uh, basically, I do have an origin story. Uh, one of two, you could take your pick. Uh, first of all, I did play Little League when I was a kid. Really young, back when they didn't actually let you pitch. So either this started for me the day I filled in for the pitcher. You know, you just stood there and, and caught. You know, you didn't actually throw the ball for the first half of the season because you didn't know how because you're freaking five years old or whatever it was. Just T-ball. Uh, no. There wasn't a team. But anyway, <laughs> so there, you know, I'm the worst player on the team, and the kid who stood next to the pitcher was sick. They called me over because, hey, how much could I possibly fuck up? I just got to stand there, right? Uh, line drive right to the head. Cracked the helmet. I was like, I'm done. I mean, I went to Little League for free hot dogs and soda after the game. This was not worth it. But probably what really drove me in this direction, uh, I can still remember it. I don't remember how old I was, but old enough for it to make a difference. Going into my dad's garage, he's working on a car, a motorcycle, or something like that. And I don't know what I went in there for. Maybe I was curious. Maybe I wanted to see what he was doing. And he said, get out of here. You're going to break something. Now... There's nothing wrong with that. He's probably right. I'm pretty much a train wreck. I fall down all the time, so I probably was going to break something. But when I was 18 and had blown up the engine in my second car in a row because I didn't know I was supposed to change the oil, he said, you didn't change the oil? I'm like, you have to change the oil? He's <laughs> like, didn't you learn anything? No, you didn't let me in the garage. You fucking threw me out. <laughs> pretty much. So instead of learning how to work on cars and all those manly things that people do... I uh, borrowed my cousin's comic books, and that pretty much is the start. My earliest memory is a scene from 
Genesis of the Daleks with Tom Baker, the Doctor Who episode, where he uh, stands there having been sent back in time to destroy the greatest scourge the galaxy has ever known, and he has the opportunity to kill them before they're even born and asks himself, do I actually have the right, regardless of what they're going to become, do I have the right? Pretty much set my morality for my life, and that's my secret origin, man. Very nice. Now, first comic book you ever read, do you remember? The Secret Wars with Spider-Man in the black costume on the front, I'm very certain. That's a fantastic issue to start with. And that you know that is pretty impressive. He's a geek. Well, I understand that. He is definitely a comic book geek. Comic book geek, Right, but he describes the cover and you know the the issue number. That's that's impressive. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) Yeah, you know how often it gets me laid? (laughs) <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, I'm Wiggs, and uh, I actually became a tech geek. I started uh, being a tech geek when I was de- on my deployment, when I got forced into radio and communications. And uh, I've been a zombie geek for as long as I can remember. Love zombies, always love zombies. I think it's about the eating the brains. Thinks it makes you smarter, I guess. I just love my zombies I guess I don't really have anything else because I, I'm i boring <laughs> anyone that's listening to the last episode is not going to buy that for a second <laughs> no. uh, I'm Corbs and I'm a sports geek I've played sports my entire life I've played anything from started out in baseball uh, played baseball my pretty much my entire adult life from the time I was 6 years old in t-ball Right up until I was in high school. Played a little bit in college. Uh, it was the one thing that I always loved. And it, the reason I loved it is it got me closer to my father, who uh, my mom and father had split up. So my dad and I had a connection with that. So it was something to play. But I was very good at it. So it made it a lot better. But I played everything football, basketball, volleyball, kickball, you name it. Sports, I play it. So. Wait a minute. I'm just, I'm noticing something here. You're the bizarro hue. You guys oh are like fucking God. mirror, mirror. Look at that. That is fantastic. Sorry. That's right. Hey. That is. You guys are complete opposites. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't get into the comic books and all that stuff, but, you know, my brother was, a, was into comic books a little bit, so I did read a few, but if you ask me about them, I, I couldn't tell you anything about them. Me either, Corbs. Don't feel bad. So my very first comic that I ever read straight through was Marvel Zombies. Well, there you go. I mean, it fits in good with you. It's a zombie thing. But, <laughs> hey, there you go. Yeah, I so thought you were going to say that little thing that comes with the Bazooka Joe gum packages. Negative. That counts. No, <laughs> see, he probably didn't read it. He was probably one of those guys pulls it and gone. Tossed right over the shoulder. Well, I, if it was me, I would just eat the gum out of there. I, just, <laughs> I didn't get Bazooka comics. I got Bazooka gum packs with the baseball cards. There you go. Cards. Yeah, with, the, with, the, the, with the, the stale piece of gum. Yes, that you bet it just broke into pieces. Yeah, it just broke into pieces. <laughs> So uh, that's me. Sports. Uh, I did. I mean, I did everything sports related. I, I sold sports baseball cards, football cards for a living when I was in high school. That's so. If you if you want anything sports, maybe minus soccer because, you know, I played soccer kind of like you with baseball. Yeah. Played soccer and I, the kid was playing goalie. Didn't want to play goalie anymore. They're like, well, hey, go play goalie. So I went over and I was just like, I don't want to be here anyways. And the first ball that came at me, kid kicked it right in the face. Oh. I mean, full full bore right in the face. And that I was, was gonna be my question. Where did they hit you? Because I knew that where that story was going. I was I was figuring in the junk. And I, just bawling my eyes out. I mean, I was five years old. That was the one thing I walked around and said, "I'm done." So you were a pussy then too. <laughs> I am what I eat. <laughs> oh. yeah. So that's that's me. That's my origin. And so 
I'm Paul. I'm our comic book geek. Well, I'm our other comic book geek, because now that we've got Hugh in, I'm pretty sure he can rival, if not surpass, my comic book knowledge on this stuff. What brought me here, literally here, is uh, actually Hugh. This was all Hugh's idea to begin with. That started a year ago. He got me fired up on it, and we had a bunch of false starts. We tried. There's another website you should check out called You Married a Geek. But the, the WordPress site's still out there, by the way. Oh, is it? Yes. I did not know that. That's the one we originally started on, but we're actually going to bring all the info over. Okay. But I've been a lifelong comic book geek as well. I did do some sports, but not enough to where it was more of my thing. I had a really bad attitude, so I didn't really do well with organized sports. Oh, no, I couldn't see that. No. I also remember my first comic book. And oddly enough, with where my taste lie in comic books now, my first was Punisher War Journal number three. Wow. Yeah. I remember going to our local grocery store in a little podunk town I grew up in on our way to a chorus concert. I was like six years old. I was in chorus. Distinctly remember wearing a short sleeve pink dress shirt. Yeah. Wow. You uh, you really struggled against your roots, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> and we stopped in the grocery store probably to buy my old man a 12-pack of beer or something. And it was just on the spinner rack and I don't even know if I picked out that comic book. I think it might have just been hey look, those are comic books, can I have one? And they probably just grabbed one off the shelf and threw it at me. But what I really want to know from everybody is your take on what brought you here to In Front of the Mic. What brought me in front of the mic is that I like being behind the curtains and nobody know my true identity and I'm here because I hate people. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm a little frightened right now. Uh, what brought me here is just my knowledge of sports. Just need to get it out there. It, you know, It's tough to give it to my son right now. He's only seven, but he kind of gets it a little bit. We've watched a little baseball this year together, which has made Dad happy. Right. But uh, just that, my knowledge of sports, stuff like that. And to be honest with you, sitting down and talking with friends. It's nice to, to get together, although I, I know it's – all harder. We've had some, uh, like you said, some miscues here and there as, as to what it is, but just to sit down and spend an hour or three <laughs> together and, and just shoot the shit. Well, I haven't actually thought about this question. I know, um, I just kind of threw that at yeah, you guys. Sorry. Out of the blue. You know, what do we have show notes for again? Yeah, why? Uh, we don't. People don't fill them out anyway. My, my quick response uh, would be sitting around with like-minded people and just having a place to talk about stuff that I think is cool. Longer-winded answer might come you to the people. fact... No, no. no It's kind of the opposite of what we're doing. <laughs> I despise them. I, I work in retail, dude. I, come yeah. on. Uh, but uh, probably as a musician, I spent a good first half of my life thinking I had something to say. As an adult, I found that I don't think I have anything important to say. I just want to say it, and I could give a shit what anyone else thinks. I think this is a good forum to do that. So, yeah, I, I don't care if people think, you know, we're paragons of comic book knowledge or something like that. As long as we're having fun, that's what's important. Exactly. And that's that's what we've been trying to get across from the beginning. Not that, you know, fuck you if you don't like what we got to say. But I didn't quite mean <laughs> it like that. No, that's what I mean it like. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, it is all about sitting around bullshitting having a good time and it just so happens that we're recording it and apparently we're striking a nerve with somebody like i said we've, we've got some listeners now it's pretty cool we were getting some cool feedback on what we've done getting a little bit of notoriety around town that's kind of cool but 
at the end of the day, it's all about sitting around and just making each other laugh, as far as I'm concerned. Just having a good time with it. And but, making you laugh. Yeah, that's important to us all. <laughs> so yeah, make him laugh just looking. <laughs> but on that note, we're going to get back into our normal programming. and Can I add one more thing? Feel free. All right. Uh, just to kind of go back to what we talked about, how you and I had kind of polar opposite experiences, uh, I remembered something while uh, we were talking. I did try my hand at basketball once. This was, uh, they only did three games a year. It was nothing big, you know. I, I want to say it was before middle school. It might have been the end of elementary, so we really didn't know what we were doing. But it's like, oh, I'll try sports again. I get to play one go- game, and then I got sidelined because I broke my toe. Ouch. You'll never believe how I broke my toe, though. It wasn't actually in the game. This this goes back to, you know, my geekiness. We had gotten home because my parents used to drag me to church, and we had gotten home from church early. And back then, Doctor Who started on PBS at noon sharp. And we were back a couple minutes early. I was rushing to use the bathroom, get out of the bathroom, grab my gallon of Kool-Aid, my Cheese Whiz, my crackers, my summer sausage, and all the other stuff I needed, and get into the uh, the chair that I watched Doctor Who in before the show started. On my way out of the bathroom, I slammed my foot into the door jam. Ow. Still managed to get all of my stuff and get in my chair in time. Did not realize I'd broken my toe. So, Ouch. yeah, Doctor Who kind of sidelined my fantastic basketball career. God See, you could have went NBA. Yeah, I know, I know, man. We'll if you would have, now. I guarantee you would have been rocking the Doctor Who. Doctor Who bling? There's uh, no such thing as Doctor Who bling. There is now. <laughs> you can find it at downtown. I've seen it. No, the the scarf. I just, I could not come up with a fucking... <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing my hand around my neck, you know, thing and I'm thinking, you know, scarf, and no one else is seeing it. thing that keeps your neck warm works better than this hand signal. See, what I use that? Well. Neck fat. Neck keeps my ah. neck warm. <laughs> That's fine. So, as we're prone to do on every episode of Geek Pod, all six that we're into now, look around the table at my friends here, and one by one, so we don't talk over each other, I ask, what's got you geeked? Wigs. What's got me geeked is... Two more weeks. Like, yeah, two more weeks and uh, Walking Dead will be here. Can't wait. Want to see who's on the table like Mr. Cords and I were talking about earlier. Can't wait to see what's going to happen and how they're going to get out of that train. See who gets killed first. You know somebody's going to die. Well, it's Walking Dead. Somebody better fucking die. <laughs> well, no, they said a main character's going to die within the first three episodes. So. Can it be Carl? It might be Probably Carl. Probably not. No. I don't think it's going to be Carl. I've wanted that little fucker to die since the first season. I know I'm derailing you. And, oh, it's Why? Because derail. he makes more money than you? The the running thing with Carl. Carl, stay in the fucking house. Carl's never in the fucking house. Well, because Carl wants to get eaten. One could hope. That's what I want. I just want that little fucker to die. Well, that's not very nice. Seriously. I'm not very nice. Yeah, if people don't like it, they can go fuck themselves. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. Anything to add on that? I... He's getting very hosty. How can you follow up? Go fuck yourself. I mean, really. That's yeah. Other than by fucking yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Which that's a totally different show. Yeah. That's a different audience too. Right. So I'm sorry. Continue. I just I had to spew my venom at Carl, and not at the actor. I I wish nothing to harm Chandler Riggs. I'm sure he's a pleasant young man, but his character needs to fucking die. Yeah, but you're a fan of the comic book. You know he doesn't. I don't, because I've read the first six issues. But the, the comic book is way different than... Well, yeah, I, I mean, I understand that, but if... Daryl didn't even exist in the, exist com- in yeah. the comics. And in, at the, all. and in the comic book, Andrea's still alive, and... She's Fucking Rick. Last time I checked. Well, 
You, you might be missing the biggest point of that character being such a fuck-up, though. He's one of the only... Actually, he's the only character now that Sophia's dead in the show that is pretty much growing up in the zombie apocalypse. The reason he keeps leaving is because he doesn't know the danger, because this is normal for him. Right. This, that, this might even be on purpose, because they want to show this kid's so reckless because he doesn't understand the danger, uh, because this is his world. There never was it before. Mm. Just a thought. No, that's a good thought. It I, is a good I, thought. I never thought about it that way. For me, the the pure hatred of this kid boils down to the fact that that little fucker got to sit down and eat a giant thing of pudding, and I've never been able to do that. I got one of them giant things to put in at the house. Why is it not oh, here? It's picture time. Come on. <laughs> I seriously do. I have a seven pound thing of pudding, chocolate pudding, just like the, in the movie at my house. Does any of us have a porch roof that'll support our asses? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, again, I'm sorry. I, I totally derailed. Yeah, you totally jacked my system up here. I, I was on a roll now I forgot what I was going to say I had a brain fart and well I guess that's it. I'm geeked about Walking Dead coming in two weeks and Buffalo going to the Super Bowl but that's not my stuff. Oh did they already get thought. tickets? They might they gotta, they've got. they had to buy their own forever so <laughs> and Dr. Hugh, as I'm shouting at my mic from sitting back, sorry. I don't even watch sports, and I know that's funny. Um, well, uh, this week they announced uh, that they're actually finally going to start making a Deadpool movie. Um, that's good news. Bad news is it's going to be PG-13. Uh, well, I don't know if it's bad. That was but... my point. The comic books are technically rated PG-13. Yeah. So do we really need it to be rated R? Will it be cool? Because I would love to see some alter violence. Yeah. Not necessarily. I, I don't think... That's what I was going to say. Is That was... My first reaction was, yay, second reaction, PG-13. But then I thought about it. I'm like, well, you know what? The fact that they're actually making it, it is the big deal. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the test reel that got released. It was basically the footage that they uh, CGI mocked up years ago for uh, studios to say, hey, this is what a Deadpool movie could be like. If you haven't seen it, uh, look it up. It's oh, actually it is pretty awesome. cool. Pretty cool. It looks very cool, and some of the shit in it, oh my god. Yeah. His picture he draws for the guy? Yep. Oh. yep. <laughs> you guys, you've got to watch it. It's funny. Yeah. And, and if that's the way they do it, I might actually see oh, it. I'm not a Deadpool guy. Hey, I, I'm not either. I mean, I don't mind the character, uh, but I think that it, it could be fun and definitely a departure from what we're used to in uh, the comic book movies. Uh, the other thing that I'm kind of excited about is the American Horror Story premiere. Uh, just because it's a great show, uh, probably go into it in more detail once it comes out. Have any of you guys actually watched any of the seasons? I have watched a couple of the episodes, yes. Okay. Uh, basic premise of the show is there is no premise. Every year is a different story revolving around something supernatural. They use mostly the same cast, but all different characters, different time periods. So you don't have to have watched one to watch another because there is no, no real callback. There might be Easter eggs or something, but there's no callback. Uh, just a really well-written show. And it's creepy. It's creepy as hell, absolutely. Which explains why we haven't seen it, because Kristen's got a lockdown on all of that kind of stuff. But she, she won't watches, watch any of it. She watches Walking The Dead. Walking yeah. Dead. That's different. <laughs> there might be a point to that there. Yeah, yeah I, can't wait. I can't wait to see what Daryl does this season, though. Well, no, they're not going to go. You never know. Hey, it might be. <laughs> Daryl. The... <laughs> So, so is he our Daryl? So are you saying he's a redneck or possibly a homosexual? I am a redneck. Big Him redneck. or Daryl? Him. Same answer. 
Did you see that uh, this week there was an interview with Frank Darabont that came out that said uh, he actually was considering making Daryl gay in like, the first season, but he referred to it as prison gay, which I don't even know what the hell that means, but those were Darabont's actual words. Prison gay is basically if you want to have sex, it's okay to be prison gay until you get out, and then it's not okay. Okay. <laughs> so Deliverance Gay is basically kind I'm of the same idea. So. I've never seen that movie either, but I've heard. I've seen Deliverance. Yeah. I have too. <laughs> uh, y'all done? I'm all set. All right. Uh, for me, what's got me geeked is two things actually. Uh, Major League Baseball playoffs are starting, and I uh, can't wait. My team's not in it because well, they sucked ass this year, but uh, baseball playoffs can't be can't go wrong there. What is your team? My team is the White Sox. Yeah, they suck. Yep. But they're just they're, they're in the same spot as the Yankees are. I don't follow baseball. So. That's true. I know you're more of a football guy. Bills fan, and he's telling you your team sucks. Well, yeah, yeah, my team has won a, a title. We've also. won multiple titles. <laughs> Not in the last century. <laughs> no, we finishing, finishing it last isn't a title. We still made it there. Losing no, the title. No That's, team in. The NFL will ever, 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 ever go to four Super Bowls in a row and lose. <laughs> Sorry, Thank you. Okay. I was getting ready to but jump on right. that one myself. I, 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 don't, I don't disagree with that. That'll never happen again. Not, not, in this, not in this age of football. Especially with the way people are beating each other. <laughs> but we'll touch on that later. We'll get, we'll get to that after. With a switch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I don't disagree with that. There, you'll never see that. You'll never see a team go four straight Super Bowls, win or lose. I don't care which way you think. Even if you win two out of four, it's still it's never going to happen. So in that instance, the Bills have got that. But uh, the other thing has got me geeked. You got to say it. Say it. And we have the AFL Championship. All right, you got me there. The ancient football league. That's <laughs> the American Football League. That was that one. That one with OJ. No. no. It was before then. Exactly. How, how long before then? <laughs> That's all right. Uh, other thing that's got me geeked, as everybody knows, is uh, Sons of Anarchy. It started up three weeks ago. And like Paul and I have discussed, uh, Jax is just killing everybody. I don't care who it is. And he is doing it with meat forks, guns. I don't care what it is. So just, it's, a, it's final season, but a, it's a roller coaster already, and it's it's going to get crazier, so... I would agree with that. Now, do either of you watch Suns? Negative. No. If you guys want to, I, I have every single season on DVD. And I'm that type of geek also. Uh, so, I bought every, every I'll tell you, every year it comes out uh, one week before the start of the new season, and I'm at Walmart that night picking it up. So, I have seasons one through six. So, if you ever want to watch it, just let me know. So, technically, you are a Sam Crow geek as well as a sports geek. I'm an anarchist. I'm not a crow eater. I didn't call you that this time. <laughs> you, you were thinking about it. I can't see it in your eyes. That's it for me. He's a crow eater. Don't make me, don't make me shave you with a meat fork. <laughs> that was brutal to watch. That was fantastic. That was. That End of the first episode. He literally takes a big, like, the big, what you would serve your turkey with. Yeah. Dries it into the top of a guy's head. That's fun. It was. Yeah, it was. It was definitely crunchy. <laughs> so, what's got me geeked this week is something you guys heard about last week, and you're going to hear about it again, and you're going to keep hearing about it until the day comes. Syracuse Heroes Expo. 
October 19th, Landmark Theater. Yours truly and everyone around this table is a guest of the show. We're going to be there. We're going to be recording live from it. Recording live. It's not a live pod, so don't come up and just yell into the mic and think everyone's hearing you, because I will cut your shit out, trust me. (laughs) But we're going to be there. We're going to have a good time. There's going to be at least two of us there. not telling you who yet, because if we tell you it's wigs, you may not show up. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not that bad, guys. You realize that's your purpose here, right? You are going to be the punching bag. (laughs) He gets to be our get him. So I might last a couple more episodes anyway. (laughs) And anybody that doesn't listen to Tell Him Steve Dave will not get the reference I just made. But anyway, as we've announced previously, we are running a contest sponsored by the good folks at Heroes Expo. We've got two tickets to give away, which they're considering the pre-sale tickets, which means you get to jump ahead of the line. You get in there first, you don't have to deal with the hassle. Aside from that, you also get to sit in, do some recording with us, just you. Yes, it's two tickets, I know you get to bring a buddy with you. They don't get to talk. They get to watch. They can be perverts and just enjoy watching. They get to stand behind the glass. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I didn't need that <laughs> visual. Please don't explain that reference to me. The look on his face is all I need. <laughs> yeah. So, you get to sit in with us. You get to get into the show for free. What more could you want? Probably free swag. And that might be in the process, too. I'm not guaranteeing that there will be any more prizes to this, aside from the fact that you get to hang out with Gare Dogwick Master. Yep, yep. Now, the rest of us will be interviewing the other guests there. That is the plan. There is quite a uh, list of guests that are going to be there. They're going to include Charles Paul Wilson III and Mike Raisht from Stuff of Legends fame. You're all looking at me blankly. You have no idea what Stuff of Legends is, do you? Fantastic comic book series, which just got optioned by Disney to be a major motion picture. Ooh. It all centers around a young man in the 40s. It takes place during World War II. He has a collection of stuffed animals and toys as kids would. And the boogeyman kidnaps this boy. And naturally the stuffed animals come to life to go to rescue him in the boogeyman's domain. And this has been a long running, very well done. I, if you haven't picked it up out there, do it. It's a fantastic book. And this, we have the artist and writer of the book going to be there. Those are the ones I'm excited about interviewing. Mike is a great guy. Mike is actually a local guy. He lives around here. Other than them, we have the likes of Frank Camuso, Steve Orlando, Tom Payer, Mike Borkowski, Carl Slominski, Ethan Young, Mike Kingston, and the legendary Joe Orsak. There are going to be more announcements. I know who the other guests will be that are going to be there, but I've kind of been clamped on that. Not allowed to say until they get it out there. There are going to be video game tournaments. Apparently they're going to do Ultra Street Fighter 4, Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers Project M, uh, all sorts of vintage video game tournaments going on, hosted by Voltage Games downtown. There are going to be Magic the Gathering tournaments. They're doing a 1K tournament that's sponsored by tcgplayer.com. I guess it's actual, like, rankings and stuff for Magic. I assume everybody knows what Magic the Gathering is. Yeah. I know what it is, but never played it. All sorts of vendors going to be there, aside from your comic books, video games, probably bootleg movies, steampunk jewelry, from what I hear. And now, for the rest of the unlucky masses who don't win the free tickets we have, where can they get them? I'm sure everyone's asking, right? Where can they get them? Thank Where you. can they get them? They are on sale right now at Voltage Video Games, both in downtown Syracuse and in Manlius, Strong Hearts Cafe on East Genesee Street in Syracuse, and Cloud City Comics and Toys in DeWitt, 
Shopping Town Mall. Also, you can get them from their website, heroesexpo.com. Okay, I'm done with our advertising. <laughs> awesome. Pretty good at it, though, so. Pardon me? You're very good at it. Thank you. I missed I miss my... Uh, you should be a voiceover. I was going to say, I should be a pitch man. <laughs> so, Dr. Hugh. Yes. I see here you want to do some comic book talk. Well, a couple things that we missed, and you uh, said you wanted to touch on Edge of the Spider-Verse this week. And last week, I, I was going to talk about Spider-Man 2099. Issue 2099? No, not issue 2099. Spider-Man 2099, which basically leads into the same thing. Uh, have you read... I mean, you said you were going to bring it up this week, so tell me I... where you're coming with. I was coming with the the Spider-Man 2099, and for Corpse and Wigs' benefit, because they're both looking at me like, okay, I'm sure you know what a Spider-Man is. I do know who Spider-Man is. I see him. He's right over there. Oh, yes, yeah. Good, good call. <laughs> but yes, so, I, yes, I know who Spider-Man is. Well, Spider-Man 2099 is a concept that goes back to the mid-90s. Yes. It's an alternate reality future-ish. Well, it's just supposed to be the future. It was originally, but now they've done so many different fucking futures that it, who knows if it's the yeah, real this, deal. This is true. Especially with them redoing the original Guardians coming up this month. Who knows what's real and what isn't anymore. I'm sure we'll find out, though. Yes. But this is in the year 2099 where the United States is basically owned by all these mega corporations. Yeah. Alchemax is the specific the one. one. This a young so man... Next year, did you say? Yeah, so next year. <laughs> yeah, for owned by yeah. big corporations. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. All I can think of is Demolition Man, where every restaurant has Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> but the 2099 brand started with Spider-Man. It turned into a whole oh, line, and it was did. fantastic. Punisher, I still love it. Doom, a whole mess of them. Doom was really fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, it was. But we're, we're taking a left. As we always do. Yes, we never <laughs> stick to it. And I'll bet you somewhere in that future, there's an iteration of Sons of Anarchy, so you can be happy too. Alright. Oh, actually, Ghost Rider. They did that, and he oh, was yeah. a biker gang guy, yeah. so there you go. Alright. But I start out with this character who was Miguel O'Hara. Yes. He was a geneticist, right? That's correct. Ended up fucking with his DNA, and that's the technical term for it. Gave himself spider powers. That's how the series went. And so he didn't get bit by a spider? No. He recoded his... DNA, basically, right? And and it was interesting, too, because there was a lot of political overtones with that, because they were talking about, you know, fighting big corporations running the government. I mean, it was a fresh enough take, and it it didn't seem like, oh, it's just Spider-Man in the future. Right. Which is an interesting segue, because if you've read Spider-Man 2099, uh, it's great that they brought him back. I mean, everyone's wanted to see the character again, because he was a really good character. I like how they brought him uh, to the present. I have no issues with that. And really, I have no issues with the story they're telling, but the first couple issues so far have felt felt like future Spider-Man just in the present day. In fact, you could slot Ben Riley in there or any of the other alternate Spider-Mans they've had because it doesn't have the feel that the 2099 series had. And it, it, probably because it can't. Right. Uh, the gadgets are neat. I mean, he's got some of his tech from the future and all that, but... I mean, I think you could tell the same story so far with a different Spider character. I feel like they've lost what made him special, special by at least writing this series. Not saying you couldn't do it properly, but all this build-up for years, waiting to see Spider-Man 2099 again, and then it's kind of like, I was really hoping for yeah. more. It's future, it's future Spider-Man now, which is exactly what they did. They brought yeah. him back from the future. He's in our time period now. Yeah. And I wish I could time travel. Don't we all? Because I got a list of shit I'd change. Yeah, but the question Me too. Is, I'd win the lottery a lot. 
You want to go back in time. I agree. Yes. Now, Edge of Spider-Verse. Kind of ties into that because I think 2099 was the first step in Edge of the Spider-Verse. They're working towards some big Marvel event where they're basically taking all of the alternate versions of Spider-Man that they've ever seen in alternate universes and all that. And they've found an interesting way. They're bringing them all together for something. It's, I think it's going to be every Spider-Man ever, even Spider-Ham, which if you don't know what Spider-Ham is, Google it, because it's Pig Spider-Man. Peter, Por- Peter Porker, the amazing Spider-Ham. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, so it it's looks... a fat Spider-Man. No, it's a pig. He has a fucking a pig. pig in a Spider-Man costume. And in his world, everybody is animals. Well, it, yeah. It, now, be fair. It was originally meant as the younger set. It was when Star Comics was around. Yeah. But I fucking loved Spider-Ham. I thought that <laughs> so was fantastic. Uh, but I don't know what they're exactly the they're shooting it. for. Spider-Pig, Spider-Pig. Oh, that's right. You can't do it. Nobody can. <laughs> Any idea what they might be working toward in this, though? In Edge of the Spider-Verse? From what I understand, it has to do with Morlin. Morlin's coming back. And he was the the guy, and actually the other, the other. I think I have a hardback copy of that. Right. Um, that's way too complicated to try to even explain. Yeah, we will link to the wiki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, weird, bizarre. There's a uh, the past couple of years they've created a, an overarching mythos in Spider-Man that there's the the web of life or something like that, and basically he is connected to that. And there's other spider characters that are connected to the web through this psychic madam web. Basically, if you you can take all of this weird uh, hocus pocus out of Spider-Man and everything else would be the same because once in a while they detour into this slightly supernatural territory and then veer back and it doesn't have any big effect maybe they're changing that this time because I, I think this story is kind of all about that and it's going to be one of those things where they can't do it while there's a major movie coming out because people are going to oh, pick up a copy of Spider-Man because I like uh, Andrew Garfield and be like what the fuck is this yeah. <laughs> exactly uh, Yeah, I, I do like though I mean they, they brought in uh the character Silk, who is uh, basically the other person that was bitten by the spider that bit him. Did you? I didn't read? pick that up. So hey, they, they've introduced some characters so far. I hope stay around. Um, I, we'll just see how this whole Spider Verse thing goes, though. Uh, I think it might be over ambitious, uh, yeah. especially considering they've made so many changes to Peter Parker's life in just the past couple years. Uh, I think maybe we got to fix some of that stuff before we, you know, get into a whole other can of worms. That's I hear just you. my opinion. I would agree with that. Do we have any more comic stuff, or was that where we were sticking with it? Uh, oh, yeah. Have, uh, I keep bringing up comic book stuff, and I can't look at you guys. Maybe, <laughs> we need to start lending you stuff. Uh, have you have you read the Injustice comics at all? I have not. Okay, have either of you played the Injustice game? The one where you, you have all the DC characters, and they fight each other? I've seen it, but I've never... Made by NetherRealm, the same company that makes Mortal Kombat. Good game. Really good game. I, I've seen it, but I have not played it. Definitely worth playing. Um, also, it's a great mobile game. If you have a big smartphone that does that kind of stuff. Uh, This goes back to what we talked about last week, about how DC has been messing with their continuity and all that stuff so much. Uh, It occurred to me after the podcast that the the most readable title coming out of DC right now is one that is also set in an alternate universe based on a video game. It's basically a merchandise tie-in, but it's actually, at the very least, I know what's going on, because it all happens in one time period. Right. Uh, but the idea, and it springs off from the game, is that in an alternate universe where everything's the same, uh, the Joker tricks Superman into killing Lois Lane. 
That I did see. That was issue one, right? Yeah. He basically does something so that he sees Doomsday. He thinks he's flying Doomsday into the atmosphere, and it's actually Lois Lane as she dies. Superman kind of fucking snaps. I wouldn't say he goes crazy because uh, for a little while, but he kind of knows what he's doing. Basically decides, I have all these powers. I I can't protect the woman I love. I need to make sure that nobody... I can protect everybody. And basically decides to take over the world using the Justice League as his personal police, controlling governments, everything, in the interest of keeping everybody safer. You know, giving up your personal liberties so that you can be protected. I'm sure we've seen that on the front page of a newspaper. Sounds familiar. And it's him and, of course, Batman leading the other heroes who are like, this is wrong, you can't do this, which... The the last issue, uh, which is the end of this, I guess, season two, because they've done two seasons now, ends with Superman as a yellow lantern. So I can't believe you're not reading really? this. Really? I wasn't aware it was going in that Oh, the, the, super, they brought in the lanterns, the yellow and the green, uh, the Guardians of Oa, uh, lots of people die. And it's interesting because a lot of high, high-end characters die, you know, the really uh, visible ones, because they can do whatever they want with this. It's not part of it's their It's alternate reality, so it doesn't That's, matter. Yeah. yeah, and it makes it the most interesting comic book I think they have going. That's awesome. Yeah. Might be worth picking up. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Just to, yeah, yep. I'm going to get it. So, should we move on to television? Because I know we got a lot of TV to talk about. Yeah. Corbs, you want to start off with your crow's nest? No. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not, I mean... We actually did. We already broached on it a little bit. Yeah. So... I mean, it's just, I mean, Jack's, first episode, I mean, you, you see Jack's, he's in jail for uh, killing his wife, is the way is what it is, but it, it ends up being he's in jail for uh, carrying a concealed weapon, but uh, he's in jail looking for some protection, as he's the only member of the club in jail, and they show him literally beating the living piss out of uh, an informant, Aryan, uh, Aryan Brotherhood guy, and I, when I mean beating the crap out of me. It was brutal. Yeah. It was very brutal. And it was, I, I, have, I have to admit, it, it rivaled Opie being killed. And you didn't really see after after Opie got hit the back of the head with the pipe in season five. You didn't see anything. Right. They showed him literally just Pulling punching his this teeth guy. Out, punching him in his, a swastika yeah, into his, his chest. chest. Yeah, he pulled out, uh, I think it was two of his I think, bicuspids or something like that. And the interesting Interesting, interesting thing to me was the guy who he gave him to. Which, I was hoping you were going to touch on this. Which was uh, Marilyn Manson. He was actually in is the, playing the head. Yeah, he's well, he's um, not he's not the head he's inside. Not, yeah, he's yeah. the he's the main guy inside for the Aryan Brotherhood. He's a shot caller for the for the Brotherhood in prison. And you would think Marilyn Manson. Uh, I, don't know if you, I mean, obviously anybody who's anybody knows who Marilyn Manson is as the singer. Looks nothing like him. Yeah, I noticed the first thing I noticed with him. And I know it's in poor taste with him being supposedly a neo-Nazi. He looked like an old Jewish woman to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he... He was a Yenta, and he's supposed <laughs> to be basically a neo-Nazi guy. Yeah, he, he was very pale. I mean, it, it, Marilyn Manson. Well, yeah, but I mean, you would think, you would think they were trying to, trying to go away from his character. His huh? image, yeah. Yeah, his image, something like that. But I have to admit, he was only on screen for... Two, two minutes or three minutes something like that he played it very good and apparently he's supposed to be in a couple more episodes mm-hmm. so well you gotta imagine if they're gonna bring somebody like Marilyn Manson and it's not gonna be for one quick cameo right he's exactly coming, they're gonna come back around to him yeah um other than that the first the first episode I mean it was basically Jack's trying to set up his plan for the for this the end of the season the entire arc yeah, yeah the entire arc of the season I mean he he tries to 
settle all of his differences, realizing that uh, he was trying to get the club out of all the illegitimate business, which was running guns and drugs and all that stuff. And, reali and he realizes that, that he can't do that. He, they're losing more than they're, they're winning. So he decides to basically... Embrace it is what he's done. Yeah, he, yeah he decided that, you know what, I, if I can't get us out of it, I'm just going to go full bore into it. Yeah. And uh, so he's trying to get some allies and ties and stuff like that. And the, the Mayans and the Chinese are aligning themselves together. Uh, Jackson's aligning himself with uh, the One Niners, which is the, the black crew. Um, what else is kind of... I mean, that's kind of what the, f the first... Uh, the main part of the season All three one. Of the thread so far. Is yeah, bad. That's and then the idea. I mean, obviously we, we touched on it earlier. The the end the ending of the first episode when uh, Gemma fingers the well not really fingers, but uh, plants the murder of Tara. So anybody who knows the show is Gemma actually killed Tara at the end of season six. She plants the murder on um, one of the Chinese guys. Just one of the foot soldiers. Yeah, it was just yeah. it was just some guy that was just sitting there all by himself. He didn't have any family or anything like that. So she just decided that well, this is the guy we're going to pin it on. Um, so they ended up bringing him. Well, actually, the Grim Bastards ended up bringing him Getting back. To, yeah, they 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 kid they basically kidnapped him, brought him to Jax's house, and Gemma watched him until the guy showed up. It's same thing like in the beginning. He just brutally tortured this guy. Yeah. Small incisions on his chest. Rubbing salt in them. Yeah, rubbing yeah. salting salt in it. Anybody knows anybody cut put salt in it it's extremely painful it's basically cleans the cutout um and then obviously the, ended it with the fork yeah the fork in the back of the head which was just i mean that was just nasty i mean it was and, and that's like that's the way the season's going this yeah. season like Jax is out of control he's hell-bent on revenge he's making it seem like he's making all these alliances but in the background yeah, I think he's it, working to fuck everybody else yeah over. and i think that's the way it's going i think yeah. he's just it's he's gonna eliminate Everybody. everybody, and they're going to start new with with just the Sam Crow and try to form alliances from that way. I think they'll they'll probably keep the alliance with the One Niners, which is the, the you guys don't know it's the, that's the black gang. They're from uh, street Oakland. gang. Yeah, they're street Oakland. gang. Oh, you and I obviously watch the shows, you guys. But did you did you notice the with Uncle Jury? Have you seen season the second episode yet? I've seen all three. I okay, so you're caught up. Okay, did you notice that when Jax and Chibs and Bobby went to the the house after they had the they basically robbed the Chinese of the guns and the drugs and planted it on, and planted on the, 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 the two local guys. muscle yeah right and when Uncle Jury showed up and he was holding on to the kid the, the rumor is is it's it was his son that's was, what I was yeah thinking. it was his it was his son or he was related to this kid somehow apparently it was from what he said it was somebody that um, he knew and was intimate with uh, one of the hangarounds I guess is from, mm -hmm. what, from what they were saying so, but did you notice the the gun? The shotgun. The shotgun, and that it was, they made a point of focusing on in yeah, the van. Yeah, they put it in the yeah. van. He was and Jerry was going to put it in the van, so he knew the weapon, and he saw it there. But uh, I want to know how that's going to play out. I mean, is he going to not well? Yeah, I'm is he going to try to exact revenge on Jax for it? I'm sure he is, and I'm sure it's not going to work out very well for Jerry. Oh no, I don't think it's going to work out well for Jerry. Anyways, I mean, if you if you anybody knows anything about the show, I mean. <laughs> don't don't go up against right. Don't go against the club. <laughs> don't go yeah. even if you're part of the club. Don't go against the club. Look, look what's going on with Juice. Juice. I I did kind of I did kind of like the fact that he tried. He uh, to, reached out. Yeah, he reached yeah. out to Chibs and tried to get himself find a way to get back into the club. And I think, I think that there's going to be something somewhere down the line where he actually is confronted with the club. And I think I, I don't know. I, I don't. Everybody's thinking he's the one that's going to die, and he's the one that's got to die. That's no, too obvious. Exactly, and that's not Sutter. 
Sutter's not an obvious guy. He doesn't. He, you're gonna think that he's gonna go some other direction. So he's. I think Juice is gonna end up killing like Chibs or something like that. And I don't want to see Chibs die. I think he's one of the better characters and right. and whatnot. So, but it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting Hell of a season. Ride. And, yeah. uh, if anybody knows anything, is uh, don't call me be, between ten and eleven fifteen. Right. <laughs> phone is off. Uh, turn the phone. Turn the phone off. Uh, make sure my son's asleep, uh, yeah. and I, I don't miss a single minute of it. Even if even if I fall asleep, because I did fall asleep second season with my son, and woke up at ten thirty, and guess what? I, I didn't go to bed. I watched it. Nice. Because I, I have to watch it that night. So I don't. I'm always the next day. I always get a text message <laughs> that first thing in the morning from Corb saying, "Did you watch it?" I'm like, "No, shut up." Yeah, so I've, I've actually learned that not to text you that, that morning. I learned to <laughs> wait a day because every time, no, I haven't watched it tonight. Oh, okay, yeah. so. That, that's our thing is that it's a Wednesday night. And that's yeah. another one that Kristen will watch even though it's very graphic. Yeah. But How many shows do you guys actually watch when they're broadcast? Like actual actual sit down and watch the yeah. show? I well, try to watch all mine. L- yeah. Let's call watch it that same night. I, I try to watch all mine. All of them. Yeah, like I mean, Walking Dead, I'll just like Corbs, I'll just sit there and I'll watch it. One show this season so far one episode of one show I watched that night. I can't even say I watched it live because I watched it an hour later. And I know what that is. Yes, you do. Gotham. Because I stayed up late <laughs> right to review. <laughs> yes, I, I, I did watch Gotham that night. And I actually, like, freaked out on Kristen because we had to get the kids to bed because I absolutely had to fucking watch the show. Now, did either of you watch Gotham? I know Hugh did. Yes. I did not. No, I didn't watch it either. Do you guys know the basis? I do not. I, I kind of know something. It's it's Isn't it... Basically, before Bruce Wayne becomes Batman, he's a young kid, and the the police officer is James Gordon. James Gordon, his who, story. Yeah, yes. Okay. So I do. So I do know some of the premise. Fantastic. So yeah. So we can just spell it out for Gary. That's that's exactly what it is. It's the guy who becomes Commissioner Gordon. It's his story. And that's Wiggs to you. Fuck. That's twice. <laughs> Sorry. You know what? <laughs> I'm redubbing you because I can't get it right. Your dog Wigmaster. I know, and if we went with that, I'll probably get wigs right. <laughs> Another TV series that I know these guys probably haven't watched, but is a really good TV series, is Scorpion. No, I wrong. I so I watched the first episode. That was awesome. And it watch What's it Scorpion? if if you're a geek and you like IT, the three of us. Scorpion. Watch it. It's on Monday nights at. O'clock? I have too many fucking Monday no, night shows already. Not, no. Oh, yes, it is. You're right, it is nine. Because actually, was Big Bang was on before that, because I watched yeah. the Big Bang Theory. Um, but Scorpion, yeah. I mean, it's about these uh, group of four that are way intelligent, like highly intelligent, and one's, one's highly intelligent in computers, another one's numbers, math, and... Another one's a... Tech geek. Tech geek, and the, 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 actually, it's got a... Finch from American Pie. He's a uh, he's basically yeah. he's, he's he's a he's a lawyer or anyway, psychologist. Yeah, he he can manipulate. He can look at you and tell you exactly what you're thinking. It's pretty. It's weird that it's but he, and it's like right on. Like he, I don't know even how to, how to explain how how he how, what he does. But okay, I'm gonna back you up. Finch. Finch. Shipbreak. Yeah, shipbreak. Okay. Yeah, I was you're right. right. Yeah. No, yeah. How about that? Stepper's mom. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, he's in it. I have to admit, like Gary, I, I watched it because it's based around IT and stuff like that. But how it the was fuck did I miss the show? It was an excellent yeah, show. It was, it was very I good. Have to go and check it out. You did you watch it? No, he's not. looking as puzzled as I am at you guys right now. Go to Hulu. 
Hulu.com, if I can find it on there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we're not giving out I'm just free saying. plugs. Fuck those guys. They're not advertising for us. I'm just saying. And I use Netflix That's anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or go to <laughs> Entertainment on Demand, and it'll be there too. Okay. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can find it some places. I mean, but yeah, would, it's Monday nights at nine o'clock, so I'll be watching it because after that is NCIS Los Angeles. Just the description you guys gave vaguely reminds me of something, but I can't place it. Oh, and it's also based on a true story. No, I don't think it's a true story. It, wasn't there a TV show at some point where they had um, people who were specialized in certain things? It was like a cop show or something. The A-Team? <laughs> yeah! That's, <laughs> no, I, think, I think it was something a little more straight-laced. but uh, A-Team military. <laughs> and there, was, there was a couple of shows like that. Like last season there was a TV show called Intelligence that was... I think that's that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it was about a guy who had a computer chip in his head. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see it. That was actually pretty good. I was hoping that would come back, but it didn't. The guy had, he had some, yeah, he had some like rare makeup in his brain where they can implant a microchip in his head and he can connect to the internet. So Interesting. Yeah, it was that was that was kind of cool. I have to admit, I watched that one. and I was kind of pissed when that one didn't come back last year. That was Josh Holloway from uh, yes. Lost, wasn't it? You are correct. That was like the that's the movie Transcend Transcendence. I didn't see that one, but I... It, With Johnny it, Depp. Yep, it's it kinda, the same deal. Yeah, kind of just about the same thing, yeah. So that, that was that was a good show, I have to admit, but... Scorpion, I like that. I'm hoping that, that one comes back around. So It's in a tough spot, no offense to Scorpion. It is. Up against winning in football. Yeah, but you right. but But they're doing a good thing. They're, they're uh, boxing in between Big Bang, um, Mom... And NCAA. And NCAA's Los Angeles. So they've got... They're going to have a good base of people to watch it. It's just if they kind of stay with it. I mean, but it's it's a, it's tough with money football on. So I have too many shows to juggle as it is. I have DVR. Oh yeah, I my use DVR. the shit out of my DVR. <laughs> my DVR you works. Use it. it. Yes, I do. My DVR works Monday through Wednesday, nonstop. I don't watch anything Thursday and Friday. Uh, with Big Bang being on Monday, it doesn't get too much work over the Thursday. Thursday Friday. is a big night for me, and I know it's gonna piss you off just bringing it up. But in Practical Jokers, oh, they now have two shows. Oh, I watched that Thursday. I watched that Thursday. They just started their new in one called uh, Wild. Jokers Wild. Yeah. Now it's only a four issue. Four issue. You just, I'm definitely coming. Four episode. Four episode arc because it's kind of a test. So I'm putting a call out to anyone that likes us to get behind that show because I'd like to see more of it. It's a sketch comedy show instead of the hidden camera prank show. Mm. And just to push Corbs's buttons. I want our audience to get behind them. Because if we ever get the opportunity to interview these guys, I'm pretty sure Corbs will punch one of them out. Oh, there's a story here. There's a story, but we won't go on the air with that story. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. He just has an irrational hatred for them. We'll leave it at that. And that's where it stops. If you Whereas, want to, if you want I love to, them, <laughs> personally. That's perfectly fine. Hey, everybody's got their thing. and This is just my thing that I can needle him with <laughs> and fuck with him. You do it every fucking <laughs> Now, back to Gotham. I want to discuss Gotham a little bit. What were your thoughts on it? Because my thoughts are, are out on the internet already on this show. Uh, well, you kind of said that you uh, weren't thrilled, but wait and see. Kind of, you know, you, you didn't damn the show by any means. Oh, no. Uh, you know, I, I came away from... First of all, at the pace it moved, uh, they were wrapping up the initial arc for the story. They were wrapping up the, uh, the, the red herring as to who killed the Waynes. And it felt like I'd been watching the show long enough that they were going to end there, and they didn't. And I don't mean that in a bad way, like it took too long. I was actually surprised there was a lot more story. They packed a lot of story into that first hour, for sure. Definitely. Uh, I mean, some of the characterizations were a little over the top. Um, like we mentioned before, 
uh, call him Oswald Cobblepot and leave it at that. You don't have to call him, hey, Penguin, three times in the episode for us to get the idea. I mean, if you're watching this because it's Batman-themed, you know who Oswald Cobblepot is. If you don't know that this is Batman-themed... Why are you, you watching the fucking show? Well, no, because I think that they want to get people who aren't into comic books <clears throat> with this. That's why they're, they're going the opposite. It's a, a procedural. That's fine. You can do good stuff there. I, I just hope they find the balance, because they th that to. was kind of dumb. Interestingly enough, Jada Pinkett Smith, um, I recall her being a lot more attractive. Um, did she get old? No, Batman? she's still hot. Well, I'm not saying that she's not, but she looked really, really old. Like, older than... She looks like Jada Pinkett Smith's mom at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, would I kick her mom out of bed if that's the case? No. But my question now becomes is maybe is that part of the what, how she's supposed to be look like? I don't think so. No. Because they try and play up like the whole sex appeal of her. Yeah, like, she's all glamorous. The way she's and... glammed up and the way she has our good friend Oswald rubbing her feet. and Yeah. yeah I, I didn't get the impression she was supposed to be older. Um, no. I was just like, wow. Uh, and the I'm... name bothers me too. Fish. Fish Mooney. Yeah. Never named your female character fish that's all <laughs> especially um, when when you got your 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 guy rubbing her feet has to reference her as fish yeah um you maybe know, I, he's eating her on fox at o'clock that's i not wasn't gonna go either. there but, but that's yeah <laughs> leave, leave it to wiggins to go there <laughs> i thought it was that's nice to fish. see uh donna logan though i mean oh, i love him he, oh. he's great uh right back to i was at, i think the first movie i saw him in was um i think the Dow of steve if i'm not mistaken uh, I think that was him. Uh, but yeah, he was uh, really good as Harvey Bullock. Uh, did you get the impression, though, that they kind of forced some of the confrontation between him and Jim Gordon? Yes. Uh, okay. there, it seemed like a lot of the story was forced, and it seems like they're trying to push way too much into it too quick. Just with seeing Montoya and Alan. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's Oh, too and much too fast. And Montoya's apparently had relations with uh, Jim's girlfriend. Yes, I mean, which I would love to have relations with, with well, Jim's girlfriend. She was really hot. Sorry, that's going there. I'm going That's there. fine. Um, yeah, that just seemed like, do we really need all this right now? Already, yeah. Let it play out. I mean, it's not like this is a miniseries. I mean, wasn't Montoya straight for like 40 years, and then she was a lesbian in the comic book? I mean... Yeah. Well, I don't mean the character. I just mean, you know, that wasn't a, a plot line for the longest time. Right. He wasn't um, touched do we have to have it in the first episode? Apparently. <laughs> just like we need to cram in almost all of Batman's rogues into yeah. the first episode while Bruce Lane, Wayne is an eight-year-old kid. I mean, and they, they really beat you over the head with it. Okay, so from what you guys are talking about, it seems like there's a lot of information in an hour. Is it an hour? Oh, yeah. Hour show, and they it was jam-packed from the beginning. Now, my question is, the first guy they showed screwing out his pills, was that supposed to be a reference to anybody, or was it just a random thug? Wait, what was that, the first guy? Right at the beginning, when they introduced Jim Gordon. And the criminal that gets a hold of a cop's gun, and he's screaming, I want my pills, I want yeah. my pills. Was that a reference to anything, or was oh, it just... Oh, I don't know. I, my first instinct was Bane, and then I'm like, no, that can't be that quick. No, And not no. to mention, they would have had to really give him the accent to do it. Yeah, I, I didn't get the impression that it was. I hope not, because that's just way too quick. Uh, one, I think my the biggest disappointment for me, though, out of the entire episode, uh, was the underuse of Alfred. Um, you guys know Alfred is... The butler. butler. Interesting casting. Sean Pertwee, son of the third Doctor Who, John Pertwee. Uh, he's a great actor, done some great stuff. A movie Dog Soldiers is a, a werewolf movie 
with like a werewolf against soldiers. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but a great movie. It was a indie movie. I think that's the first time I saw him. I was excited when they were casting him as Alfred. He's going to be more of a badass, you know, British MI6, ex-soldier kind of thing. All he really did was start to yell at Jim Gordon, and the eight-year-old cuts him off. And that was pretty much all we saw of him in the entire episode. Now, you see the take they're going with, right? Right out of uh, Earth One? No. What do you mean? That's the, the take they're stealing Alfred from. Have you read Earth One by... Uh... Jeff Johns. Uh, you know, I may and Gary have. Frank. I, I may have. If you haven't, let me know. I, I have. Yeah, he was mean? a badass. He was ex. That's what they called him in for. You know, I've heard people talk about how uh, there's different takes on Alfred, and I, I think I've heard it attributed to Earth One. Here's the thing: I've always thought Alfred was badass because if you look back at the third season of the Batman animated series, it was one of the last episodes. They actually go back and talk about Alfred being in like MI6 and all that stuff because nice. I've kind of felt that that was established back in the '90s with the Batman cartoon. Um, That's true. My, myself, and maybe not in the comic book. Uh, I don't recall it being referenced, but I do remember it from back then. I didn't even think about that. That's true. Because, yeah, they established, especially this medical training and stuff to help yeah. Bruce out. Very cool. We need to move this along. We're an hour in already. Hooray! <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, we can just cut it into, like, three episodes. <laughs> it's, my ass is numb, though. <laughs> Do you guys want to take a break? Doesn't matter. Okay, because I can obviously cut this exchange out. But yeah, I'm good. Okay. Harry's asleep over here, so that's all right. Yeah, he's pulling the corbs over there. Look at that. Right? Okay, so since everyone's jumping on each other... Here, as want to do, because we're kind of like a fraternity. Let's address last week. Wiggs. Yes, sir. I believe we had an exchange about you pushing Corbs out the door as a, as a host. Did, uh, did, did you want to address that? Because <laughs> no. I just like needling shit here. <laughs> now, I believe the exact comment was what? The exact comment was, yeah, maybe I'll take his spot. The hardest part about taking his spot would be pushing his fat ass through the door. Ouch! <laughs> this is where I play puppet master. Man, and you want to—that's just—that's not right, dude. No, I'm gonna pull no, the wait, curtain wait, back. Wait, 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 wait. Oh no, I, I, I want to establish first. I want to pull the. What? You just Fred. We're gonna go back even further. Now, oh, God. I want to pull the curtain back, and after Corbs' first episode came up, we got a comment on the website from a. I believe it was a Wiggy24. Yes, it was. That said, awesome show. Corbs needs to wake the fuck up. So, Wiggy24 is the screen name for who, who now? Wigs! You're zombie geek. <laughs> so, even before he started appearing on the show, he was giving Corbs shit. <laughs> Which, for the last uh, three years, has been a common occurrence. Very true. <laughs> Ever since we started, ever since we started IDT, yes. Every day I would get shit from Gary, but it's all in good fun. Yes, yes if is, I didn't pick on you, I mean I didn't like you. Exactly. So uh, it's funny that you reference it as getting shit from him, because the night I met Wiggs in class, I want to know. Oh, I don't even think you were there. Probably not. Uh, you're <laughs> you're grinning. You remember what I did? We're in class, and and this eyeball is talking my ear off about movies the whole class, and it was cool. He was a cool kid. He was entertaining. I bent down to pick up my book bag and I ripped the biggest fart in this kid's face. <laughs> kid I'd met an hour earlier, I just completely just shat on his face. <laughs> and three years later, he's still hanging out with me. No, That's I'm, love right there. If, if he would have done that to me, 
I would have sat on the opposite side of the room from that on, but no. But that just kind of... I fell in love with your shit. Right. He can't get enough of my shit. I'm sorry, I just had to put it out there since this is going to be the Secret Origin episode. So... Wow, I don't, I don't have a comeback for that either. No, that's that's just probably no like. Back from that. We should probably just slice it right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm fat. I'm, I know it. I'm, I'm fat too. That's why I think I'm fat people. Exactly. Right. And, and talking about that, I weighed myself the other day. I lost four pounds. So. Outstanding. Didn't even not even trying. Was it after a big shed? Because <laughs> that's typically what I lose. Ironic, <laughs> ironically, I, I it was uh, actually it was yesterday. I weighed myself before. Uh, I went out the door for something special yesterday. But yeah, I had just taken a big dump before that, so... You want to make yourself feel better, weigh yourself. As soon as you wake up, you get up and you weigh yourself. Yeah, they, they, they say do that. They say to... to you always weigh lighter. Yeah, weigh, you weigh yourself and in, in, uh, measure how you are first thing in the morning because as you sleep, your body relaxes. It relaxes and everything kind of stretches out. And So yeah, if you want to feel taller, weigh your, measure yourself how tall you are. Very first thing, wake up, get up against the wall, measure yourself. Fantastic. And then obviously weigh yourself too. You'll be lighter and you'll be half inch taller. So That's crazy. Yeah. Who measures their height every day? I don't. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. So. I thought you were saying you did that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I have weight, weight, you know, problems myself too, but height? Yeah. yeah. I, just, I just, I just, it was something I had read yeah. somewhere that, that that's what you do. If you, if you looking to make yourself seem a little bit taller. I want to Google that now. I want to find out how who these people are. Right. I'd like to find out who they are too because bullshit. that's not the first thing in my mind when I wake up in the morning. First thing in my mind when I wake up in the morning is I got piss. Yeah, generally. And, then I'm, th- and then I'm thinking, okay, it's... It happens to you quite often in the night too, doesn't it? It does. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm a little bit older so I got, you know, bladder issues and stuff. And I, I drink nine gallons of water a day. Good lord. Bladder size that's of That's exaggeration, bee. by the way. Oh, a little. <laughs> I don't know you well enough to pick <laughs> yeah, up that's, on that yet. That, no, that's an exaggeration. I, I was told by a, a, a friend's girlfriend that uh, you should dr- you should drink half of your weight in water. So, if, say, I weigh 270 pounds. I would drown. No, no. <laughs> First of all, you're not going to drink 270. You're not going to drink uh, whatever the... 140. Yeah, 140 pounds worth of water because, God forbid... <laughs> You would look like the blob. Would? Well, yeah. I already do. Well, that's like twenty some odd gallons of water. Oh, no, it's it, it's uh, in whatever, ounces or whatever. So if you weigh two hundred seventy pounds, you drink one hundred and thirty-five ounces of water. It works out to roughly the same. What it does is it flushes your body out. So and that's what I've been trying to do, and I'm trying to eliminate soda and stuff like that. But I love my Mountain Dew, so. You know what? You got me all turned around on this. I'm going to start trying that, but I'm not going to use water. I'm going to do beer. It's got water in it. You're good. A little bit. A couple drops. <laughs> Let us know how that works out. Yeah, and show me AA. how this rig works before you start. Right. So <laughs> make sure you do I die, so I can take over. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to promise me this. If that happens, you have to do like a dedicated episode to me. Like right. at least take five minutes where you're serious, and I'll be like, all right, fuck that. Where do you want us to do the episode? Do you want us to go to the bar and do it? That would be even better. Irish because I mean, cause, I mean if, if, if you're going to die from drinking I guess the, the, the more episode should be in a bar so what's it going to be called well, cheers episode slurping down for you exactly right. we'll pour, pour a little out for you but not too much because pour a little for my homies <laughs> yeah we don't want to we don't want to waste too much right oh, no. <laughs> I'll piss on your grave when you're, when you're buried ouch but I'll drink alcohol first <laughs> here's the question do you want to be buried face up or face down I don't care because if you're buried face down you can 
put on your gravestone. Kiss, Kiss my, my ass. ass. I'm gonna have my ass sticking out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to wait, worry wait, about wait. a lot of other stuff. Right. Right. You park the bike there? Could be. I got more craters on my ass than the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me of something my wife said to me yesterday. She says, if when a person has sex with a dead person, that's called necrophilia, what is it called when a dead person has sex with a live person? Not possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shouldn't we? Shouldn't you address that? Yeah. What if a zombie fucks you? What happens then? If it was Chuck Norris, the zombie <laughs> would turn into Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard that? No, that's a new one to me. I've heard a lot of Chuck Norris ones. With that one so new the one. Zo- if a zombie bites Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris don't turn into a zombie. The zombie turns into Chuck Norris. So we title this one "What Happens When You Fuck Chuck Norris." <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. It's just not right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, on the sports side, uh, we're gonna say uh, a good farewell to uh, a living legend with the New York Yankees, uh, Derek Jeter. His uh, final weekend. Um, Peace, fucker. Hey, no, I'm just kidding. Come I'm on kidding. Now. No, we you discussed mean, that <laughs> way back when. We but. did, and uh, no offense. I mean, Derek Jeter. Every you, you lo- love him or hate him, he's been uh, the face of baseball. He has been the face of baseball. I'm not. That's that's. They've said I mean, that he's made it through all the steroids. Yeah, clean. I mean, steroid era. He started that yeah. the, the beginning of that in '95 or '96. I don't remember when he started, but um, but he came right through that steroid era. Never once did you hear anything about him doing anything like that. Always 200 hits, 300 average. That the Yankees to the postseason nine bajillion times in his career, five World Series. You More can't. Than we can say for Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. The question becomes: Is the whole, whole year off? Does he come back next year? But with Derek, I mean, you have to you have to tip your hat to him because he. You, you never heard anything about him. Never got in any trouble. Class act. Yeah, he was class act all the way. So to from the geek pod to, to Derek Jeter, uh, farewell. Had a great career. See you in five years. See you later, boss. So. I'm sure that's going to mean a lot to him, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> um, personal note, uh, Paul Conorco from the White Sox, uh, he's returning also this year. Didn't get as much fanfare because, well, it's Derek Jeter. <laughs> Derek but, Jeter, yeah. But uh, Paulie's got a special, spot, a special spot in my heart because he got me the, the championship that I, I've always wanted to see from the White Sox. So I got one thing out of my out of my life. I got to see the White Sox actually raise the World Series title. Um I watched all four games when they swept the Houston Astros. So, and uh, just kind of weird. Uh, we were actually talking about it a little bit earlier with uh, the guys that we grew up watching. Those of us who watch baseball are starting to starting to retire. So it's becoming, uh, you know, you, you start to feel older. The new era. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it is. And uh, these guys coming up, you know, Mike Trout and uh, the the one guy that they're talking about this year is Jose Altuve from Houston. I don't know if anybody, and nobody knows who this kid is, but. Uh, 200 hits, 300 average, 50 steals. They're, uh, he's the first person to do that since Ty Cobb. Wow. So that, that puts that in perspective. On a losing team, nonetheless, everybody knows it's the Houston Astros. And, you know, they, they, they are, I could probably get nine guys from my former high school team and give them a good run for their money. <laughs> um, they might tell you out on that. So you yeah. ready. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Gotta get, some of those guys are uh, kind of scattered across the country. Right. <laughs> 
And then we're going to, we'll, we'll touch a little bit football because we're all kind of football fans here. And uh, I know Gary's a, a Bills fan. So, Buffalo! So we'll, we'll, we'll talk Bills for a second. They got and that's the, weights to you. <laughs> they got the, uh, the Texans. Obviously it isn't because everyone's doing it wrong. <laughs> it's weights to me. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Hughes. So, You're welcome. Uh, it's, it's kind of an interesting season this year, I have to admit. I mean, the Bills 2-1. It's uh, soon for, to be three and one. But it's the thing. I mean, it's the first time in God knows how long that they're they're. No offense to the Bills. I mean, it's negative, negative. Last year we went four and zero. Oh. Did they went four and zero oh last year? We went four and zero oh oh, last the rest year of the season and and the year before. That's right. They okay. That's right. They for a while they had a shot at the playoffs and stuff like that. But no offense to the Bills. I mean, they have. Been on the weaker side these We've, past. Oh yeah. This past you know decade. Decade. Well, not even. I wouldn't even say. Well, it's okay, been, it's been, no, it's no, been plural, decades. Four, 14 years <laughs> since we've been in the so, playoffs. So, you know, for them to to be in the playoffs, hopefully this year, you know, it might be something to to, to see. But you got, I mean, but what, I, what I mean by oddities is you got the Bills at 3-1. 2-1. Three and, three and two 2-1. And one. Two and but you got the Saints at 1-2. and two. Um you got the the Bengals at three and zero. The skins were three and zero, but they, that was a laugher this week on Thursday night. I don't know yeah, you. Kirk Cousins sucked. Oh. He was on my fantasy team too. Oh God, I feel sorry for you. Four picks in a it was four picks in yeah, fifteen four, minutes. Yeah, that's, four picks in one. Yeah, in one quarter. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. But I mean, we're not going to touch too much on that. But uh, I know with the Bills, you know with. Uh, Buffalo against Houston, you gotta you gotta look at it. Ryan Fitzpatrick, first yep. game against Buffalo. Yep. When they they tried to restructure contract, they couldn't de- couldn't deal. Right. And then you got Mario Williams. It's his third time home, but it's a big game because I mean he's always looking forward to the big game at home, at his former home. Oh yeah, you always got you always get you always get uh, I'll say it as you'll get geeked up. When you play against your former team, everybody does it. You know, you, 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 that's the that's the game on the schedule that you see. Oh, I played on that team. Oh yeah, we got to go in there. We're gonna we're gonna bring it to these guys. Yeah, so. and that's what Mario Williams said in the locker room. They did on ESPN that he's like, it doesn't matter who my former team was. All I know is we got to get out there. We got to beat them. Exactly. That's that's what and that's what you want. You know, you want guys that like that that are fired up against their own teams and stuff like that. So. It's gonna be. I think it'll be an interesting game. So uh, I'll be watching because, well, I'm a football fan, so I'm gonna watch no matter what. So throw your comments out on the on Geek Pod, man. Tell us what you think about football or whatever yeah. we all, hey, whatever hey. we're all talking about. Yeah, let us know. I mean, favorite teams, whatever. We we'll we'll discuss whatever you guys want. Yeah, feel free. Like us on Facebook. We've referenced that a few times already. Facebook.com/slash/g33kpod. We're also on Twitter at GeekPod G33KPOD. Just tell us what you want us to talk about. We'll talk about it. Within reason. If it doesn't interest me, I'm not well, yeah. Well, yeah. Fuck off. But hey, you know, if it's something we, that we're not interested in, we can always make fun of it. It's probably oh, playing generally. Yeah. <laughs> so now, as I'm prone to do. What, interrupt? Oh, well. They're my fucking mics. I'll interrupt if I want to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But you're good at No. Um, we're going to go into one of my favorite segments, but we're going to do it with a little twist. We're going to do the What the Fuck WTF Files. Now, normally I lead it. I'm usually the one that finds something fucked up, but Dr. Hugh found us something good this week. And Wigs, see, I even said it right. Wigs, you're going to love this one. All this right. one's right up your alley. You finally got it right. Take it away. All right. Well, if you guys aren't aware, uh, in, in England, 
In the UK, uh, The Walking Dead actually is broadcast on a Fox affiliate over there. Apparently, I did not know this before this week. And they are gearing up for the new season, and part of the promotion, uh, they have had a restaurant in the area go through all of the written accounts as to what human flesh tastes like. That's from people who are cannibals or historical documents. And concoct a burger made with all sorts of different types of meats and flavorings that is supposed to taste like a human being. It is called the Flesh Burger, and they are, in promotion of the series, giving these out for free on some specific date that I did not commit to memory. That struck me as, what the fuck? That is WTF. (laughs) But it got me thinking, what would happen if somebody tried to do that here in the States? There'd be riots over there. Oh, it would be insane. They're like, what, a human... Or human flesh burger? Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, no. they'll be ready for the zombie apocalypse. No humans will get eaten. They'll just throw those burgers <laughs> together and throw them out there. <laughs> now, the thing that really creeped me out when I was reading this, and we will put the link to the article in the show notes. Okay. One of the ingredients was bone marrow. Nice. Creamy. Ew. Yeah, that's just... Well, that's a little far, but... Like I said, they'll be ready for the zombie apocalypse. You know, a lot of chefs and cooks say bone marrow is one of the tastiest parts of an animal. So, who knows? People suck it right out of the bone. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, I'll pass. Uh... No. <laughs> Am I curious? Yeah. Am I going to try it? No. You want some of that long pig? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we could try to order you one and get it mailed. <laughs> right. Air mail. I'm sure that'd be... <laughs> Delicious by the time I got here. It probably don't taste any worse. <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be rotting flesh burger. Yeah. It's, it's prone on the show. Now it's a zombie burger. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I guess as part of that, what I said I wanted to bring up kind of falls under the uh, WTF files, um, if I may. You have the floor. Okay. I want to bring up something I guess I would consider maybe a medical problem. Maybe it's a getting older problem. Maybe it's a guy thing. I'm not sure. But uh, this just occurred to me again uh, during our break as I was up in the bathroom. I discovered, I almost walked out of your bathroom with my fly down. Oh. The past six months, I don't know if it's a 37 years old thing or what, I am finding I almost never forget to zip my fly up, completely out of the blue. Not forgetting other things, not uh, having any other issues, don't have a weird facial tick that wasn't there to begin with. Uh, but yeah, I am having a hard time remembering to zip my fly up all of a sudden, and I wanted to ask you guys and the listeners because if you're going to bring well, something uh, like this up, you got to bring it up on the podcast. I, I mean, I mean, you got you got to look at it this way: you getting satisfied at home, or you trying to throw your horse away? <laughs> no issues there. <laughs> yeah, I got to admit, uh, I'm in that same boat. Uh, I've noticed lately, and uh, I, I'm a little older, I'm 39, but. Yeah, I've noticed the same thing. So it's not just me. No, it's not just you. Oh, my God. I got yeah. one better for you, though. What's now, that? Uh, my son goes to a daycare program, and uh, I pick him up every Monday through Thursday. I pick him up. My grandma picks him up on Fridays. I walked into the daycare with my oh. fly open. Oh. Trying to show your horse off, aren't you? And I didn't realize it till I got home and had to pee when I got home, and I unbuttoned <laughs> my pants, and they fell to the floor. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm trying to think back. When did I go to the bathroom at work? And not remembers about my fly. So yeah, I've, I've I've been there, and I've actually walked out in public like that. So, so uh, it was like an all of a sudden thing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was just like holy. I was like holy shit. Wait till you get older, like my dad. <laughs> He's to the point where if your pump is too weak, 
step a little closer so you don't piss on the seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've realized twice this week at about 10 a.m. that I went to work with my fly down. My fly's been up. I'm trying to keep my horse in the barn. You're also younger than us. You're what, 30? I'll be 32 this year. Yeah, Gary's yeah. The, the little kid of the group. So what's that all about, then? If it's all of us... I, I really expected to bring this up and you guys would all look at me just like, laugh what at you. are you talking about this for? <laughs> yeah, I figured I'd get picked you know. on, but you know, it'd be in service of the podcast. Right. <laughs> but no, it appears to be happening to all of us. Yeah. Except, except Gary. Yeah, he's, 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 maybe it's a zipper epidemic. epidemic. Right. Maybe it's the slacks. We all have to wear slacks at work, right? No. Nope. No. Okay. So you were hoping, you're hoping to go somewhere with that, but no. Yep. Yeah, no, I... My job now, I can uh, pretty much dress as the hell I want. Uh, I can dress in shorts and a t-shirt if I want to, jeans, cargos. I'm envious. You don't want to do the I don't. I don't work, so I just... So you just sit around and just sit around. my boxers. Oh, I was going to say, basically, he doesn't put pants on <laughs> most days. The same thing. I mean, <laughs> sit around no pants on. Well, thank you for the effort today. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, but, yeah. So, yeah, that, that theory goes out the window. It's just a slack thing, so... Yeah, I tried... We'll have to reach out to the listeners then. Yes. Again, let us know. You know the ways to get a hold of us. And if not, it'll be tacked on to the end of the episode. Anyway, and speaking of the end, we're coming up on that time. I'm going to take us out like I do every episode, whether you guys want me to or not, with a little IT geek story. Don't think it's going to top last week's. I think last week was the winner with Poopsie. Probably. But this one was... This one could also have been part of the fucked up files because it was weird. My previous tenure, I... Uh, we used to service a lot of different kinds of businesses and stuff for their IT help. Um, one of which was a cell phone shop. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a church of all places. And we were having issues with email access. So I had to phone in talking with the lovely woman working there in a church. She was not a nun or anything like that. So, you know, but it is a story I like to call Sweet Sister Sunshine Has a Potty Mouth. <laughs> I'm trying to troubleshoot with her over the phone because this church is all the way out by Manlius. Didn't want to drive out there if I didn't have to. Because I was based in downtown Syracuse. Didn't want to make the drive because I'm fucking lazy. And we're going over it and she keeps insisting that, you know, there's no reason that she has no access. She can't get into her email. And I'm going through all my questions for her. And it's it's literally, it's it's rejecting her when she's trying to log in is what's going on. And I keep asking her question after question. And you can hear she's getting frustrated. Now, this is a woman working in a church in the Lord's house. And I ask her if maybe, you know, she's mistaking her password. And she says, no, 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 I know my password. I'm like, okay, well, did you change it recently? No, I only have one password. Okay, well, could you be confusing your password? Is your login the same? (sighs) No, I know my password. I said, did you change it recently? I've only ever fucking had one password! <laughs> you have to admit, you were getting pretty annoying with the password thing, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, no offense. If you if you ask me three times about the password, I may snap at you, too. Continue. She was in a church. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she shouted the F word at me. Everything went dead silent on both ends. Because I think at the same time, she realized that you just don't do that. I had nothing I could say to this woman. It was the most awkward conversation from then on, to the point that I literally just sat there and said, I'll be right out. She hung up on me. 
from there. After F-bombing me, she hangs up on me. I had to go out there and face this poor woman. This poor woman was like four foot nothing with like the granny rollers in her hair. Did she change her password? It was her VPN password the whole time. It was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, megabyte me bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.